0: This is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. We're live at the Siege Opposite in the Clayton Hotel. Fresh from levelling the fucking place is the only way of describing it. I've uh, two lads here from Stag. I've Matt and Steve. Hello. Um, How the hell are you, boys?
1: Doing good. good. It's Sweaty.
0: (laughs) What did you think of that? Um, What did you think, first of all, of the crowd and uh, the response you got?
2: Oh, the crowd was just... Insane. Since the we started, I know they're up the front. Uh, like it was empty when we were setting up. we were playing the Casbah, and then they just filled in after like the first riff, the first song. It was just full. Just see heads going. It's brilliant. Yeah, definitely one of the best crowds that we've. Uh,
1: one of the best crowds that we've uh, we've played to, to by far and away. This is our first siege, both of us. Yeah, like, I was even attending ask you that, it, like yeah. um, let alone playing it. So we had no idea what what to expect. I mean, we heard heard all the good things about this, and we were looking forward to getting our asses down here, <laughs> whether we're playing or not. And um yeah, it was a fucking pleasure to play in front of the, those guys. But do you not um
0: think as well, because 'cause you, you've put in a lot of fucking mileage on the roads. Um do you think that's a bit of a a reason why there was such a big crow fee and the, the welcome was so so good for
2: you? Yeah, I I think so, yeah. Like I know at the at the front row we could see a few heads from Cork, a few from Waterford as well really um, yeah the, the Waterford lads turned up yeah, yeah yeah cool fair foxy lads yeah they go all over the spot and the place Um, yeah the guys from tombs were there and then loads of people obviously didn't know because you know just, just loads it was packed I couldn't believe it yeah or-
1: really yeah yeah. I, like just still up still sort of I'm still on a, a, a high <laughs> fucking buzz from, from that stage so I'm still trying to get my head around it but yeah like uh it's it's great to see some of the people that we see at gigs like from a year ago in Waterford. We saw some like a handful of lads from uh, from there, like you know, and that's it's great good. to see that support. That's that's like why metal in this country is is on such a an upward fucking like upstroke, you know. Right yeah. now, you're seeing that support, and people are more willing to to get out their front doors and make a trek to to go and see some bands and have a good time. Which yeah, you know, it's nice. But again, lads, I mean. I would say, you're a hard touring band.
0: Um, how does that um, affect your kind of ordinary lives? I presume both of you have um, full-time jobs, yeah? Is it hard to kind of get the balance between both? Um, I suppose, throw it to you, Steve, first.
2: Uh, yeah, it definitely is. I suppose, yeah, because in February we played Cork three times. <laughs> like, It's ridiculous. We love to play, so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like we all full-time jobs. Um, it wasn't too bad for a while, but our drummer, he's actually just got a, he's, for, yeah Gat. he's gone for a bus I think at the moment or now he disappeared but he's working <laughs> tomorrow the poor bastard but yeah like we've toured I we think we've played Cork nearly as much as we've played Dublin I think Galway, so Galway, yeah. Limerick, Waterford like we've got everywhere and, um, it's not too hard to fit it in like most of the time it's good enough in it's probably weekend
0: sort of weekend gigs more so yeah
2: yeah we we have taken
1: a, more than more than our, our fair share of the midweek gigs because I guess we're we're suckers for punishment But we just sort of like when we know we're, we're doing them we've We just sort of budget in that we're going to be knackered the next morning. (laughs) (laughs) Going into work on two hours sleep. Sometimes, uh, on one occasion, I have driven in the door, had a shower and and straight out like like to work. Jesus Christ.
0: Um, So, actually, who's the driver? I know, obviously, Grace Dagger, a three-piece, so there's obviously one victim the whole time.
2: Yeah, it's me and Matt. Oh, you share, yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah. It was actually, this time last year, I didn't have a car. And I remember we were finishing the metal to the masses and... Uh, Oracle, who won the Northern Ireland, when we were doing a tour okay. of Ireland, they were looking for a band to play Waterford. Actually, it was our first Waterford gig. And I was literally, I got a car a week before, and I was like, "All right, fucking message them now." And they said, "Yeah, come on down." I said, like, "Grant," <laughs> and then uh, nearly every weekend, it's been up and down since. <laughs> and,
0: and you didn't? You just got your driver's license, is it? Oh, no, I had it, but uh, okay,
2: I didn't. Wasn't using a car because we're from Wicklow, but I moved to Dublin for for work, obviously, and I just wasn't using it, so okay, I got rid of it, and then me and the girlfriend saved up. So yeah, it's technically her <laughs> car, which it's <no, laughs> <laughs> <a> band car. <laughs>
0: And are you all um, just for a kind of rehearsals side of things? Are you all based in Dublin? or Are you outside Dublin? Or where where whereabouts are you?
1: We're all we're all based in Dublin. Yeah, we, we've uh, we've changed practice places a few times over the over the existence, but like right now we're uh, we're practicing in in Harolds Cross, and that's that's a nice sort of mid spot for the. It is actually, yeah, Harolds Cross. Well, yeah, yeah. So, um, like it's it's working out really well, nicely. We try to get in a weekly practice. Important gigs, we we often do two or like say if we've got a string of gigs coming up we'll try and get a couple in per week yeah. leading up that just to just to put the polish on us, you know yeah. um and uh yeah that's like we haven't had major trouble so far with getting it together i've i've been in bands before where ev- everyone wants to practice and somehow it just doesn't happen for about five okay. weeks or six weeks because schedules you know that's
0: that's a long time though isn't it?
1: all oh, right and it's a noticeable time like the moment you get back in you can feel that polish is gone that's why yeah. you, you need it and that's definitely a benefit of being the three piece because organising three people with jobs is a lot easier than organising six wait, people for jobs like, with six? I, I was in a six piece before yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah that was, that was an absolute nightmare no well actually do you want the six piece was not as hard as some other bands have been <laughs> they organising <laughs> But, uh, like, it's it's definitely one of several advantages, the other being that we can fly down to Cork on, during the week in a micro. <laughs> ah, <laughs> it's, it's that the Micra, the
0: trusty van, you know? fucking Micra. <laughs> I was arrested for shoplifting in Harold's Cross, actually. That was my <laughs> last fucking memory of being in Harold's Cross. <laughs> um, mistaken identity, of course, but this guy came out of um, Tesco's and uh, with a shitload of messages and stuff and did a Lego, you know? And I was actually happened to be waiting for a bus uh, heading for Farnham and uh fucking cops in a cop car just pulled up and f- dragged me. because oh, I, I actually look like a man so that's my lasting memory of Harold's cross. So thanks for <laughs> thanks for reminding me boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the EP is I must say um production wise, sound wise is fantastic. Um Cheers. again was it uh Mick Richards that did the production?
1: Yeah, yeah it was. Um we uh I, I actually just coincidentally, a couple of years ago, um, I'd been working on a job for for a good few years. I kind of wanted to to get get out of that line of things. I was in a factory for years doing shifts, and that like trying to organise music around it was uh, impossible. I ended up falling off the music wagon for a little while. I'll get round to the the crux of the story now in a <laughs> second. But I um I ended up like being like fuck this. Uh, went back to do a masters in music tech, and I ended up on the same course as Mick. Okay. At the time, not that he needs any education. Where was he that? Fucking, by the way? In Maynooth Oh, Maynooth Okay. He was there for um, he he was there to get the get the formal, you know, the the piece of paper for me like just the man's fucking expert, you know. Yeah. Um, fucking donkey's ears, experience, and everything. Really knows what he's doing. Anyway, he he was really really cool to work with. He uh, got me in to do a couple of weekends like shadowing him with other bands, okay. One of them actually coincidentally was Sectile. Uh, which is just to just so, show what sort of small world the metal scene in Ireland is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like when, when we were looking at doing our EP, it was sort of a no-brainer to, a no-brainer, to of give, course make a call. Because I mean... The he was he was probably happy
0: goals. to fucking do it for you.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's great to work with though. Like he walks in and things... That, like there were things I was worried about. We did pre-production. We had ident- identified some issues. And we go in he goes, ah yeah, here you go. And he just sorts the problem out like that. Like he's just so... Quick,
0: had you only probably you probably had only three or four days? Did you
2: two
1: days? Two days, yeah. Two days,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's some EP for that, you yeah. know.
2: Yeah, we're, we're, we're only planned to do three songs, and we planned it because it was our first time doing it, and yeah, like we wanted the time. And got the drummer as well, he just blasted through to me. He got like the three drum tracks done. Gat's a bit of a legend, but. <laughs> one of them was done in, like one take. I don't know how. Like maybe there's a little thing i need to clean up at the end. So did
0: uh, Doze of Stone, was that the one that you sneaked in? That's the yes. one. It was, it was Jesus. Like 11 Christ. o'clock.
2: He said, Lads, we'll fit one more in here before you You saw the base. reaction.
0: You saw the reaction for that tonight,
2: like. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. It's. Um, Fucking hell. It's always a surprise. I mean, I think the, it was literally during the week before we had gotten there that hook for the chorus that actually like um, and
0: that's a great hook actually yeah glad you brought that up it's a brilliant hook yeah uh,
1: like the, the, we were sitting there with it and we were, like we were we were really digging that riff like that uh that main doom and like i was I was sitting there going like we knew we wanted to tease that chorus out like make it feel like it's coming and then pull it back into the verse and go back into that chorus and really hit people with it but the, we didn't have the actual chorus part of it until you know, un- un- until a couple of days beforehand, and we literally, when Mick says, "Lads, you're gonna have time for another track," we sat outside and we like were pondering, and we we came up like with the arrangement that's on the EP now, within like hours. Yeah, no, we just sat there and like just said, "Right, let's just do it with this arrangement and see if that works." And that's basically what you're hearing on the on the EP. Yeah. We got very lucky that like got just walked in and and first taped a lot of it. Animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, his uh, a beautiful ginger animal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, he's looking very Luke Kelly when he's growing his (laughs) hair right now. We started calling him Great Gatsby, the Red Manis in practice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Matt, like as a vocalist um, on the EP, um, how hard is it to sing that live? I I keep thinking, how is he going to pull this off? Come on.
1: i mean i i hope i pull it off live you definitely. do um, you do is the answer because i mean
0: we can all bear testament to that tonight
1: you know uh, it's it's um i mean all that sweat that you're you're seeing me pump out on the stage that's yeah. from the vocals it's not from playing the bass like it's um it's only a matter of time now before i burst a blood vessel or something like that it's it's a uh, surprising amount of effort comes from it. Like yeah those a stone particularly uh like i had to start bleeding cardio workouts and stuff in order to keep that because the double chorus at the end just doesn't involve any breaths yeah so, uh because I'm, I'm a sucker for punishment i guess but like
0: previous um bands before that were you singing that way no no i don't no. think you would have been no uh
1: no i definitely wasn't um i had done guttural vo- vocals before uh, in a band with this fella yonks ago but i mean it wasn't very good and um i don't know what happened but when we got this band together we definitely we wanted a marketed uh increase in quality like if we were doing this we're gonna we're gonna do yeah. this well so uh that that went for everything and and basically the only difference between the vocals i was doing in, in previous iterations which weren't very good and and this which i'm happy with was just the effort the extra yeah. effort putting it in and every single performance requires just 100 because yeah. And like from early gigs, where say if the effort dips, you notice it immediately. So it's just no leeway for yeah. it, really.
0: What about you, Steve? Did you ever think um, of helping Matt out with it or not? He's mm-hmm. laughing here.
2: Vocals, no, like maybe, maybe may something. Like I'll, obviously, we like a lot of bands to do the multi-vocal thing, but jeez, I've had enough time on the on the guitar to so just focus on that and keep, yeah. <laughs> keep that going. It's handy. Um, yeah. Like yeah, it's. I don't think it needs it, to be honest. No, point. it
0: doesn't. No, no, no definitely it definitely doesn't. No. We, we
2: were like That was one thing that Mick said as well. Like, you could oh add in some harmonies there, and th- we were thinking maybe some parts we'd do it, or add in the crowd vocals. But DP, as it, it was, we just said, no, we'll do that. Maybe think about it in future. But no, I don't think it needs any help on the vocals. No, fuck it. No,
0: no. As It's just another uh, dynamic that I was wondering, did you actually consider as a band to add in uh, before D E P was released? you know but as i said he carries it off live you can see you can see even the the veins coming out in your face, <laughs> <fucking>. <laughs> as i said they're fresh off the stage um how would you manage if you had to headline can i add in one suggestion
1: oh of course we're, we're always open to that yeah that
0: if he added in uh, high end fire snakes of the divine I reckon you could carry that off to a fucking T, lads. Oh, yeah? yeah? Are you fans of High and, f- high and Fire? or?
2: Yeah, the, th- this man, mostly, yeah. I'll, I'll let you yeah. talk. we am I talking <laughs> about him much earlier. Go about? for it, Steve. Sell it. Sell it. Massive High and Fire. Ever since like, the art of self defense. Yes. First, our blood from Zion. Yeah. Love High and Fire. All their stuff up to Bless Black Wings. Um. Yes, next to Divine. Um Death This Communion. I love all the high and fire stuff, yeah. yeah.
0: Could you carry off uh I think you could do a cover do there, there or d- one could. or two?
2: <laughs> Maybe do one or two, yeah. They've got some nice tasty riffs in there.
1: Where are you coming from, Matt, um musically wise? Um influences, oh man. I mean like there's there's the obvious ones there, I think everyone points out, you know. Um like death, ops, um no, uh Mastodon of course. <laughs> um clutch definitely would yeah. be a big like we're, we're big fan of that i mean it, it's I, i've been fading uh and fading what's what's the word sliding into sort of a, a, a more blackened and, and death metal sort of influence um i think the teeter on the two extremes now like i want to yeah. hear black metal or i want to listen to fucking hip-hop yeah you
0: you kind of have to be careful that way because i think as a band what you have at the moment in my opinion is fucking brilliant, mm. you know, and just develop that um, rather than you going into kind
2: of. Oh, yeah, no, I of guess, that's just what I'm what yeah. I'm listening to. I'm that's not going to. We, we all have a core base of, yeah, we all like Opet, Mastodon. You're more into black metal. Where do I go more? High on fire, Kylesa Red Fang, that kind I, of.
0: I, I heard the room. you're into trash like me. <laughs> I,
2: I grew up on trash. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like the kid, my the kid. Dead. Horns up, horns up. I, I loved Annihilator <laughs> back in the day. Love yes. Jeff Waters. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Gat the Drummer, he'd be more into like uh post metal, like mm. Russian circles. Um he likes internet, you like. Oh fuck
0: too, it, that's that a nice blend stuff. then lads, you know? So yeah, so you're all kind of pushing in relation to the songwriting side of things. There's there's uh there's a good uh mix there for you to kind of oh, work yeah. out yeah. between you, yeah?
1: I think it's um like we we haven't uh, we haven't resulted in any weird conflicts in in the practice room. We tend to come like someone has an idea, uh, like Steve might come in with a with a riff or two, okay, and then we're all sort of um, we we all basically just sit there, jam it out, see how we're going. And there there hasn't been any any conflicts of saying of like that's not this band, yeah, yeah. Know, so far, yeah. so like we we tend to put our spin on whatever's come in. Yeah, so far it's working.
2: But it, and it's weird because like when I write a riff, I might think it's like, oh, this is a very, let's say, opet riff, and it has this kind of feel to it. And then you start playing it, and Gat does these things on the drums, and it turns into something else. It's like, all right, I didn't envision it like yeah. this. And then Matt does some weird vocals. I was like, I like, it's not what the original thing at all. Like everyone adds yeah. in their own little thing mm. and makes it like. It's the same I say when you bring stuff in, or uh, if Gat does something, like it's just, it's never what it was originally like. Mm. And, you know, when you mix it between people, yeah, it just changes into I don't know us. And, and
0: as a five stringer um bass player i mean where your influences coming from bass wise um have any kind of obvious heroes
1: oh geez uh you're right i should probably prepare one, uh, an answer for this in future um <laughs> like I've, i find that um like in terms of listening to bass i i used to be a very like um I don't know. I used to delve deep into jazz bassists and, and trying to find, like, people that I really like. But it, it, now I really have to say it's more about the performance than, than like, the the stage performance rather than the technical performance. I okay. Like, uh, so, like, I'd, I'd be more inclined to now rate, say, someone like Gene Simmons who can hold his, like, <laughs> one note but in the air and really rock it than, uh, you know, say, Jaco. Um, probably Sanders now or whatever, like troy sanders uh is is that beautiful mix of the two i think yeah i mean the first of all i mean the, the man is so big you just he can stand there and that's a performance but like yeah. uh, uh, making t- giant bases look tiny as well that's something i'll yeah. never be able to do um but uh yeah he he has that mix of like i mean he's got the chops man but like never to the never to sacrifice a good show
0: but he's on a, he's on a, is he, I could be wrong now totally, I'm just guessing here, but is he on a four string or yeah, a five he, string? He's a four stringer.
1: Unless it? things have changed, he's, he's, he's on four, four stringer, strings yeah. with different yeah. tunings, yeah. Yeah. He's in a position, um, you now someone someone hands him a freshly tuned one yeah. between <laughs> tracks, but yeah.
0: Sure. The only reason I'm I'm interested in this, because I, I used to play bass myself, oh, yeah. and how hard is it to make the transition from four to five? Like, were you a guitar player beforehand, or were you... I was a bass player.
1: Um, no, I started off on the piano as as a little kid, um, pushed into into classical training for a little while, um, and then I fell off that, and I, I picked up the bass. Okay. Uh, when I was I was about fifteen, so late bloomer, but I, I literally I got a Squire bass, and within a year I bought the bass that you're seeing me playing now. Um, I had a, serious, had a summer huh? job. Yeah, spent uh, back in the day when well, I, I I couldn't save up to afford that thing. Now, but back in the day, <laughs> I somehow managed to, and uh, yeah, I'm still playing it today. So there was no transition to five string. Really, I was still shit when I started playing that. And, uh, <laughs> and a, it's I, I nice bass. So it's, it's, it. the, it's the,
2: the, the Rasp Rex, Rex Brown special edition. Yeah, it? it's it's the Rex Spectre
1: ah, uh, Rex, uh, special Rex, yeah. edition. I don't think they. Of course, no, I don't make them anymore. <laughs>
2: I remember when he bought it. I was like,
1: <laughs> it's beautiful. I I was just obsessed with that headstock. Like I wanted the five string and I wanted that headstock because now now the the spectres have uh, a pointier, skinnier headstock, which is yeah. probably better for the neck dive. That yeah, I'm it was always the way, it was
0: always the Rick and backer basses for me, man. Lemmy and that was it. You know, there was no nothing else but that fucking yeah, and the middle, in the middle of a bass. Steve, what about you? Would you go seven strings, eight strings, or would you stick with the six?
2: I'm happy enough to six uh, enough issues with them. <laughs> I oh, right. Yeah. I might do it at some stage because we do one song at the moment. Those a stone and drop A, and we've got other riffs around in drop A. So I, I, I like I like seven string bands. Um, I don't like the maybe it's I suppose not my thing. The constant chugging on the seven okay. string. I think it's I like the drop A where it gives you that dynamic and then going okay. to the high. Um. So. But I as
0: a guitarist, is it harder to 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 get that seven string or eight string in, in um, relation to your sound,
2: I think for our sound, yeah, it would be a bit too different. Um, so I wouldn't try it. Now I, I have had to up my string gauge a lot since tuning down to drop to A, because before that I was just I was using tens, and it was just going out of tune like all the time, half with your songs or something, okay. whatever in practice. So I'm up to I think it's thirteens to fifty six up on the thing. So it's right. quite it's like a seven string thickness on it. Okay, I was just using six and I tune okay. up and down a lot. During the set. What I would like is, you know, roadies to give me new guitars and different <laughs> tunings. Wouldn't we all? You can stick That's to your bloody to fingers. Like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, new songs, I'm going to have to push you on it, lads, oh, because yeah. um, what, you, what you've performed tonight and the new song actually was fucking excellent, I must Thank say. Thank you very much. Thank well you. done. What's the name of that, by the way?
1: It's called The Boats. The Boats, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's B-O-A-T-S. Yeah.
0: That's Bo- the one, Boats, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Any um, story behind it or how to come about or?
1: Uh, you came up with the core concept. Um,
2: yeah, the story behind it is... Um, I, uh, yeah, I suppose... Well, I, I wrote that when I was at home for a weekend and my mom had a cancer scare. Oh, And okay. she's all right. Like It was yeah, just yeah. literally just okay. a scare. But I was at home. My girlfriend had gone home to visit her parent or something and I was just sitting there. I was like, all right, that's shit. So I was just at home writing that song. So it's kind of like sad, but up and down, you know, okay. over, about the place. And uh, yeah, that's where the, like, the music came from. Then I never even told, like... Matt at the time and then I don't know the lyrics kind of match it. They're kind of you know hopeless, but you know something there. Uh,
1: I, I I just took the song and made it about me. That's that's what <laughs> yeah, I do. that's what he does. There you go. Yeah, if you if if
0: <laughs> but, you can, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I I, really, I like how that songs come together. Like it was originally thirteen minutes long and we cut it down to its nine minute form. It is.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of changes in it, yeah. and um, kind of we'll say from a rhythm point of view, the change drastically. You're anticipating yeah. it, and it fucking does, you know, which is. Which is from a fan, which is great, you know. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you're kind of so that's one. Um, what about the rest? It like there's you've set a high bar for yourselves, lads. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, for that EP, it's fucking super. So where are you going to go with the next one? Is it an EP or an LP or?
1: I mean, we we haven't really formally discussed it, but it's going to most likely be an EP. Okay. Um, like if we're if we're doing an EP good chance you're going to see the boats on it yeah you know we have a couple more tracks in the works at the moment as well and we got a a few weeks off gigging right now so that's that's good we're gonna be sitting down and really focusing on those right now
2: yeah Yeah. and uh, I suppose our first one like we're really happy with it but we're not rushed with it but we just wanted to get everything out you know get it Mm. up on Spotify get our t-shirts made get all of that and it all kind of came together very late and we didn't have enough time to promote. yeah it. And, it, and this is it yeah it's and luckily it we did there's down a down. momentum
0: after gathering behind you
2: exactly like we just yeah. kept going we we're gigging after that and then we won the metal radio ireland's best tp which is amazing That's correct, we, we yeah. never thought we yeah. it was just it's great that so many people voted for us and yeah like um we're looking forward to doing the next one like we'll get it down right sit in it make sure everything's ready and then you know blast it out in the irish tour or something maybe further we don't know yeah, yeah who knows who knows releasing the next
1: one with a push is definitely going to be a focus because we, yeah. we did uh, we were so excited with the the first one like we were really proud of ourselves and we just wanted to yeah. get it out there can I
0: you definitely have found your sound would you agree with that I mean because yeah. like I know you've been you've been you've been in bands for um quite a long time probably 10 15 20 years nearly
1: 15 years, 10 years? What am I? I've, I'm, I'm going to 13 years, 14 years playing? Yeah,
2: about that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, Jeez. I mean, suddenly you have, as Grey Stag, have a, have a certain sound now, which people love. Um. So, you you, you know, you, you've put a lot of pressure on yourselves by being what you are now, which is quality and can carry it live as well. So, the next EP, like, there will be a lot of pressure on you. And <laughs> I'm just wondering how, uh, you know, how are you going to. I'd, cope I'd, with that, you know. It's um, a good, it's a good fucking pressure, by the way, you know.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's definitely good. Um, I mean, well, the process I think is going to work roughly the same. We're we're happy with the new stuff we're working on. It's a, it, it's it's, uh, I suppose we're refining that sound that we have because yeah. I mean we we've, we've identified that we have we have a sound. It's you a, do, yeah. And um, we're refining that and and making improvements. Uh, like when we play, we see what what people are reacting to
0: got the reaction there straight away yeah, yeah.
2: exactly yeah i suppose when we started as well a lot of it was just out of how it happened you know you had some songs i had some songs and we do small changes but the more we like the guide was the first one and the title track of the ep that was the first one i know that we properly co-wrote together like okay nearly riff for riff there switching between both of us and that was like our song you know yeah. that we first wrote and then from there we've kind of done the back and forth and it seems okay. to be working Rather than someone just doing one sound, like it, we still make little changes there. Yeah. But I think we've been doing that, and it's it's definitely working, and we keep doing it.
0: Yeah. Um, w- recording wise, um, I know it's getting ahead of us. Um, are you looking? Like I mean, there's certain like there's some fucking great producers out there. Um, I don't want to name names, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, you look at uh, Zahora, uh, Zealot called ten tons of dead label i mean for an irish band out there now you've got a lot of selection for places to go to record that album as well you know yeah indeed which is a great thing um I,
1: we we definitely haven't discussed uh what way we're going to do that and i think it, it'll as, as these songs sort of find their their final arrangements and um the, you know their final forms that's when i think we'll make that decision but yeah. we definitely we haven't even uh, we haven't discuss it even even yeah. in the first instance yet.
0: Yeah, I know that, but I mean, as I said, as a fan and a converted fan, there's gonna be me and a few others going, lads, when the fuck? You yeah. know, what's what's <laughs> the next one, you know?
2: Be waiting with the pitchforks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so that's it.
0: it. Um I must say, lads, again I thought out of all the bands, you fucking blew everybody off the stage in the Casbah. I think that's what it was, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. And um an absolute pleasure and a shout-out to Gat, who is still on the fucking missing list somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, he'll he's, turn he's, up. He, he's <laughs> like a home pigeon, actually. He never usually dies. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, to this day, he has never yet died. So that's <laughs> Well,
0: there you go, there you go.
1: He dies now. This is going to be a fucking he infrequently morbid morbid podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um, you've been listening to The Metal Cell uh, live from uh, the Clayton Hotel um, alongside the Siege. And again, I must say thanks a million for Grace Tag for showing up. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and um, that's it over and out and thanks again for the lads for showing up thank you very hey, much for you. having us cheers boys